the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL.com and on the app, you're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. Thank you for tuning in. You spell the last name, by the way, D-E-M-O-S-S. I realize that I just say it because it is my name kind of quickly. And you may be like, what is the guy? Sometimes someone leaves a voicemail. Yeah, uh, that Tim DeNorse. No, I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not from Norway or anything like that. I'm actually Greek. Uh, Tim DeMoss is the name of the program. And we have a podcast on our homepage, too. You're welcome to check out should you miss the program and all that. Uh, thank you for tuning in. A little toasty today, 91 the high, some sun, some clouds, 73 the low at night, and uh, maybe a little windy. And then tomorrow, on the cloudy side, not as warm, which is nice, high on 82, could get a thunder shower in spots as well. Sports, Phillies taking game one against the Washington Nationals yesterday, 11-0, stomped on those Nationals, and uh, part of that, Kyle Schwarber with a couple of home runs, number 24 and 25 on the year. After the game, he talked about uh, the team rallying around the fact that one of their star players, Bryce Harper's out, and of course, uh, Gene Segura out as well. It's a good team, right? Like we we know what we got, and obviously, it's going to be a little bit harder with uh, with Gene and Harp down, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, we just have to be able to come together even more and uh, find ways to win baseball games, and that's what we've been doing. Kyle Schwarber of the Phils, who also went on to talk about the fact the team has been. Slowly but surely turning their season around and getting within wild card shouting distance. That, that's what we're here to do. We're here to reach the postseason, and uh, we just have to we have to take it a day at a time. You know, we didn't get the start that we wanted, but uh, we just have to keep playing good baseball. You know, it's still uh, a long way to go. There's going to be a lot of baseball games left, and uh, you know, it doesn't matter how you get there. You just have to get there. Victoria, that's our attitude around here, is it not? Just yeah. Got to take the show a day at a time. <laughs> Play our best baseball and see if we can make the postseason. That's right. That's right. That's it. Now, Bryce Harper, I saw you gathered a clip on Bryce Harper, who has a little more time on his hands to talk. Uh, I guess there's an unintended pun there because he like, broke his thumb, I think it was. He got hit by a pitch uh, yes, several yes. weeks ago. Hard. It looked p- very painful. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't happy about it. I, I don't think I'd be happy about it either. And uh, in fact, if I remember correctly, the night that that happened, he was having some choice words with the pitcher, Blake Snell, who hit him. But then, and Snell's like, I'm not that kind of guy. Like, you're reading their mouths like, I don't do that to people. Right. You know? So, right. in the end, Harper's like, yeah, I know, I know. I was just upset. I'm upset. because He gets heated. Well, and, and understandably so, because what's racing through your mind is you just broke my thumb, my livelihood, and uh, I'm not sure that I'm going to be able to play for a while. So, Harper did say he's going to come back. But in the meantime, he was uh, talking about various and sundry things, including having pins placed in his thumb. Ouch. And uh, also the possibility of surgery and the team overall. I bend it. I don't like putting anything in my body that is going to be there or stay there. Um, I like to be able to have my God-given bones come back and and be there, you know, like they're they're, they're supposed to be. So 
Um, I had the options of, of doing that. I talked to you know a couple of doctors by phone um, the day before surgery, pretty much all day, trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And um, every time I came back, it was you know, I wanted to pin it and be able to fold the pins and you know do what I needed to do when I <clears throat> needed to come back. So um, I don't want to hope or think about anything. I just want to you know go day by day and, and be back when I can, um, whenever I feel healthy, whenever that is, to, to be able to help this team win. You know, if we're in it, if we're out of it, I'll, I'm going to come back and play no matter what, just so I know that I can, you know, go out there and play the game. I want to get back just like everybody knows I want to play. I want to be out there with my teammates and, and grinding each day. But, you know, they're playing well right now. I'm excited for them. Uh, that was a big series against, you know, the Cardinals, and being able to take two out of three uh, was really big for us. Now, Bryce Harper does talk with the media. He's never shy, so I, I, was, I did want to infer at the beginning that he now he can talk because he's injured because he, he's been a very friendly guy to talk with the media in general. Uh, but he does have more time because he is injured for a while. We'll see if he gets back with the team. If he has anything to say about it, he will. In the meantime, Victoria, I'm thinking he has one good hand. You yeah. Know? He, he could brush up on his ping pong skills. Yeah, like Bryson Stott was doing in the background, I believe it Is was. Is that who it was? Yeah, I believe it was. It looked like him in the background. Couldn't t- I want to <laughs> know who the ping pong players in the Phillies clubhouse are because they sound like they're having a good time on a regular basis. Right, Which right. is important. You have to take some time. You know, we had Tom Burgoyne on the other day, a very good friend of the Philly fanatic. You remember what he said about the pitcher from the, the Cardinals, Adam Wainwright? Cardinals were in town this weekend. Yes. And he said that Adam Wainwright, who I think is 40 and is about to retire. along I with saw him pitch. I was did, lucky enough yeah. on Sunday. He went to the game. Yes. Okay. Well, there are two other Cardinals greats. Of course, Albert Pujols in town and uh, Benji Molina, I think it was uh, the other player. So um, anyway, how they're all going to be retiring soon. And, and uh, he said that Adam Wainwright realized that, you know, I'm almost done my career and I'm not sure how much I ever really – enjoyed, say, going back and forth with a fanatic. You know, the fanatic runs around the field, messes with the players, steals their hats, stuff like that. And so uh, Tom Burgoyne, who, who has known the fanatic for 30-plus years, very, very, very good friend, uh, said something like they're going to try and uh, – Wainwright said something about appreciating the fact that he might want to let his hair down a little bit and enjoy this weekend because it's probably the last time he'll be in Philly. So I just thought that's a neat thing for anybody who – you know, you might have your head down. You're doing your business at something for a long, long time. And it could be anything. It could be raising your kids. You know, you, that's a, that's an important job to train your children. But but maybe sometimes you actually don't remember to enjoy them. Or, you know what? I don't, when's the last time I took my daughter or son out to breakfast? Or conversely, took my dad out to breakfast. Just did something before, I, you know, even the, the day-to-day responsibilities of being a ball player are, are important. So I just thought that was – it was like a little offhanded comment that Tom Burgoyne made last Friday, I think it was. But it stuck with me all weekend. Uh, and I liked it because it was it was Adam Wainwright of the Cardinals showing that he realized it's not too late, even though it's the very end of his career, to uh, take a second and appreciate the fun that the Philly Fanatic is, probably the most recognized and recognizable mascot in all of baseball. So anyway, they're playing again tonight. Aaron Nola on the mound, I think it is. Uh, 705 Phillies and Nationals continuing on. Um Victoria, so over the week, the holiday weekend, uh, I did some grilling, and I didn't burn the house down, which is good. That's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It might seem like an obvious thing, but not. Well, too... it can happen with fireworks and grilling, you know. There's that, but I, 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 uh, I put too much food on the grill a few times ago, and I wound up Uh-oh. having a problem. So this weekend, I didn't make that mistake, and I even did steak for the first time in a long wow. time. And my family, 
Their silence spoke volumes. They're oh, no. Busy eating. Oh, it was good silence. Yes, not the good. Not <laughs> no. They didn't. Dad, make... <laughs> I can't cut through this. <laughs> no, not at all. So that was part of the weekend. Our son Tim came in from Florida, and we hung out and grilled together and just talked, caught up, among other things. That's so, very nice. Was your weekend good overall? I did. It was actually pretty good weather, as you know. Fourth yeah. of July was perfect, but um, yes. luckily I got to spend some time with friends and family, catch up with you know with some people I hadn't seen in a while, and uh, on. Fourth of July, I was very fortunate to be a part of our station's parade. We drove some vehicles around, and then uh, we had at the local park. We had some hot dogs and pulled pork. It was very nice. Nice. And then I went home and spent the rest of it with my family, and then was right back here again Tuesday. That's good. Well, it's the first chance to catch up together since then. I'm glad that that's out there. And by the way, uh, I hope that the the station vehicle driving starts to be you know like one of the things now that you're. Well, with the stations full-time, with folks in Miss Victoria has been on the program before and in helping our stations, but now it's been doing this full-time the last couple of weeks. One of the things we have in mind is you like kind of doing the prize patrol thing, and you'll get even more popular because right. you'll be out in the streets with prizes to hand out. Right. Like They, they didn't like you before. They're going to like you now. Right. So Victoria's at this place or that place. That could be a fun thing to do. Speaking of popular and another tie-in, Chris DeGaulle is going to join us. He's host of our sister station's morning show. We have a conservative news talk uh, station in our little Philadelphia cluster, as it were. He's on 6 to 9 each weekday, and uh, we haven't had him on for quite a while, but we like to have him on every now and again. Victoria certainly knows him because one of her hats she wears, one of her sombreros, is filling in as a producer. Right, yes. For Chris? Yes. And so that's uh, that's something that you get to have to be, be diverse on that and, and understand that the political world a bit more. We do a little politics on this program, but not as much, and we do a lot of other things, too. Anyway, Chris uh, has a lot of good perspective on a lot of things. Uh, one of the things that's happened, of course, in the last uh, day or two, the, the comments that the mayor of Philadelphia had made about just kind of being ready to be done, being at, in office. Uh, I saw the video of that, and I can understand uh, him saying, like, you know, I'm just it's, – it's tiring. It's tiring to be in office. And I think – one thing you can take away from those comments, whatever you make of them, uh, is that we need to pray for the people who are in office. We really do, uh, because whether we agree with them or not, at whatever level of government, we can do that. So let's make sure that we're doing that, praying for our mayor, our president, vice president, Congress, all those things. We'll hear what Chris's take is on those comments that uh, that uh, Jim Kenney made, the mayor of Philadelphia, and we have other things going on this hour, too. Uh, what else? Oh, t- you know, tomorrow we have Trivia Thursday. I just want to throw that in before I forget. We're looking forward to having guys against the gals. Victoria has been s- spending all of her time, sleepless nights really, preparing questions for tomorrow. How's it coming? It's it's coming. It's not quite completed yet, but we're almost there. So it should be ready in time for tomorrow's show. Ever the fine tuner. Yes. Honing it down to the best possible questions. And usually what we do is give away gift cards on Trivia Thursday. So if you participate, whether you're right or wrong, even we are glad to give you a gift card. We'll explain more about that on tomorrow's program. Brief break. Also want to congratulate our apologetic CD winners because that contest came down the, to a, a halt last night. We'll do that after the break. Want to play a song from the new CD as well. That's all on the way. It's Tim Noah Show, AM560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM560 WFIL.com on the app. Apologetics. 
from their Come See, Come Saw CD. That's the Giver of Dreams. Take off on Billy Joel's The River of Dreams. Their 65th, I think it is, parody CD we gave away over the last couple of weeks. Victoria has the complete list of winners. You got them nearby, Victoria? A couple yes. shout outs? Yes, we had uh, quite a few. We had Patricia of Harleysville, PA, Rebecca of Mount Laurel Township, New Jersey, Ronald of Philadelphia, Roosevelt of Burlington, New Jersey, Rebecca of Mount Laurel, New Jersey, Helene, Helen Celine, I hope I said that right, of Westchester, <laughs> PA, Edward of Philadelphia, Diana of Philadelphia, Arnita of Drexel Hill, PA, and Shauna of Philadelphia. Lovely. Lots of winners, and that's a great thing. We have lots of contests going. Get to WFIL.com. Sometimes it's a CD. Could be a book. Could be cash. Could be gift cards or other prizes. And uh, sometimes there are huge contests going on as well. We have quizzes and surveys you can take. You can win WFIL paraphernalia, baseball caps and T-shirts, lots of fun stuff. Uh, We love to put as many contests up there as possible. And many of them you're actually able to enter every day if you want to increase your opportunity to win. And there are bonus entry opportunity situations where you can share it on Facebook or something and get extra entries just for doing that. So be encouraged to do so. That's just one of the contests wrapped up at midnight last night. Apologetics' latest CD, Come See, Come Saw. Highly recommend them. Have known that band for many years. They do great work. The music is on point and the lyrics are too. And uh, all the songs come with the scripture reference or more that the song is based on. So it makes a great way to to teach, if you're a pastor or a teacher, Bible study, you just want to, even family devotions, you can play a song at dinner and talk through the passage. That song we just played at the River of Dreams, originally Billy Joel's Giver of Dreams, what Apologetics did based on Genesis 40 where and 41, where it talks about the cupbearer and the baker and Joseph in prison and Pharaoh. And there's also Daniel chapter 2, where Nebuchadnezzar had a dream and Daniel interpreted the dream after Others could not. So uh, it's based on great true stories from Scripture. All of it's true, of course. But uh, anyhow, we encourage you to check it out. Apologetics.com is their site, A-P-O-L-O-G-E-T-I-X. Now, we played that one song from the CD, but there's a lot of variety, as there often are on Apologetic CDs. Just to let you know, uh, on this CD, there's uh, Ozark Mountain Daredevils, Steve Winwood, Fleetwood Mac, Three Dog Night, the Fabulous Thunderbirds, and I guess more of the 80s, uh, Culture Club, Depeche Mode, uh, Elvis Presley, the Monkees, uh, on there twice. So it tells you there's a lot of something. Victoria, what kind of music do you like? Do you like all kinds? or do you have a- I love all kinds. Yeah? New, old, actually. Speaking of Elvis, yeah. quick side note, saw the film Elvis yes. over the weekend. Very great. But really? yes, I, I love all classics, new ones, just about anything I'm in the mood for. It depends. Okay. I didn't know that uh, Elvis was a, there was a film out about There it. was a biopic uh, okay. directed by Baz Luhrmann starring Tom Hanks and uh, Austin Butler, who did a fantastic job oh, wow. between, portraying Colonel Parker okay. and Elvis. Is it an in-theater thing or like made for whatever? Uh, nope. It's in, it's in theaters. Okay. So we're giving a plug, <laughs> okay. ironically, to the film. But okay. yeah, I saw it over. You, you mentioned him as one of the artists that, you know, was kind of featured or parodies, I, I should say, on the CD, and it yeah. was a great movie, in case yeah. anyone wants to see it. <laughs> okay. On the Apologetic CD, the, the song they do by Elvis is uh, uh, Burning Love. They call, yep. it, they call it Learning Love. <laughs> on <laughs> the CD. So very clever. You can find out more, A-P-O-L-O-G-E-T-I-X. That's their website, A-P-O-L-O-G-E-T-I-X, uh, for Apologetics' website. And they have some CDs that are all themed around a decade, but many of them range two or three decades worth, and so you get a lot of variety 
on their CDs. We're going to take a quick break. Looking forward to Chris Stegall joining us. Uh, Victoria certainly knows him because Victoria has been with the station for uh, a year and a half and a little bit more than that now. And for a while, one of your roles was to fill in, still is, to fill in and be the producer for that show on our yep. sister station, right? So you know Chris, and uh, and Chris is a great guy. Uh, if you want to check him out weekday mornings at 6 to 9 on our sister station, Philadelphia's AM 990, The Answer. It's a conservative news talk station, part of our company's um, you know radio presence in Philadelphia. And every now and again, Chris will be on. He hasn't been on for a while, so we're looking forward to checking in with him. The impetus for this, well, the comments that the mayor of Philadelphia made a couple of nights ago about, uh, you know, not really enjoying the 4th of July parade or, or the NFL draft or a lot of things because there's so much trouble going on, so many pressures that he's just part of it kind of at the end was saying, I'm ready to be done. Like, I, I, I'm looking forward to the day, really, I guess in fairness, I'm looking forward to the day where I don't have to be in charge of all this, which you can take two ways. I mean, it's on a, it's an honest comment. I'm sure all of us have pressures with jobs and, and Mayor Kenny more than most. Real, real stuff like go home and you can look at your kitchen wall like, how am I going to do this, right? So I can I can appreciate that. There's also the feeling of how do you convey that honesty but also have some hope with it. So, uh, you know, you can look the clip up online yourself. And, and this is not to pounce on Mayor Kenny, but um, on all honesty, because I, I, I try to put myself in other people's shoes all the time. And I, and I can imagine, it would, you know, whether you're President Biden, President Trump, President Clinton, whoever it is, or governors, all that they all have pressures. They need wisdom. So, bottom line to me is is to is to pray uh, for for our elected officials as part a big part of what we do. But Chris uh, Chris is also you know it's different. And you know Victoria, they have a little on 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 Chris's program a little more you know can be a little more zesty zesty. You know, we'll, we'll have fun, but I like to be. Uh, I don't know what the word is, diplomatic. I, you know, I want to give people a chance to be understood. And uh, and then Chris will too, but he, he's willing to go for the jugular a little more. <laughs> I'll rip you a new one. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Chris will give a little fun perspective on things, and we'll chat with him about some other related matters. And then we'll uh, see. We still have some time at the back end of the program. We may get another uh, guest or two to, to jump in. We have a lot of folks in the Rolodex. We enjoy calling and saying, hey, you want to come on? Let's chat a little bit. You know, And we have a lot of people in mind. In fact... I'll tell you, um, not today, but I'll tell you after we have a chat with Chris, there are several pretty cool guests that we have ready in the next, I'd say, week or so. So we'll, we'll let you know more about that in just a little bit. If you want to ever text the show line, by the way, you know, sometimes we have a guest on. We can't talk directly, but you could text in. The number is 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683. And Victoria mans that, uh, that phone. It's a physical phone. It's an iPhone 4. Just to be perfectly candid here, it's not fancy schmancy high tech. It's an iPhone 4. It's charging over here. Don't worry about it. Oh, my goodness. I was thinking, where's the phone, Tim? Yeah, it's over here because I realized it, has, it wasn't charged. But uh, when you when you text, that's what it's coming through on. Just a simple way to communicate. Yet another layer to the show. 610-500-DOVE is the number for that. Chris DeGaulle joining us next. It's Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. It's the Tim DeMoss Show podcast, available at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening. AM 560 WFIL, it's the Tim DeMoss Show, and we bring on board a voice you haven't heard on this show for a little while. Not that he hasn't been welcome, it just hasn't worked out that way, but you hear him every weekday morning, 6 till 9, on our sister station, Philadelphia's AM 990, The Answer, the one and only Chris DeGaulle. 
How you doing, Chris? I, I was starting to take it personally. Thank you for the invitation. <laughs> I thought maybe I'd done something. <laughs> not at all. No, not all right. at all. How was your Fourth of July weekend, by the way? <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, just tremendous. I uh, I spent time with the Lord. Uh, I always like to try, but I feel that this is maybe the closest that I come to Him on Earth, and it's in a trout stream with with my dad. There's a, 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 a place that we fish usually at least once a year, and it is without peer. Uh, I believe the closest that I come to the Lord himself, standing in that trout stream. So that's how I spent my uh, Fourth of July holiday. I love Fishing. that. I think I saw a post yeah. about that. You looked excited. And without pier is not a pun, is it? With the fish no, 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 no. <laughs> it, is, it is the single greatest spot on earth for me. Everybody, I, I guess I assume everybody probably has a spot like that. Some people like it down the shore. Yeah. Uh, I know some people for that with the ocean. For me, it's this particular trout stream. I adore it. I love that. Well, and joining How us in. How was yours? It was wonderful. I did some grilling, and I did not burn the house down. Um, about three <laughs> grills ago, my son invited some friends. They bought all the food, and I just offered to, to do the grilling for them. And I didn't really – I was trying to feed the masses all at once, and so I put too much food on the grill, and it caused a huge fire within about three minutes. It went oh, from no. Minute. Yeah, like I couldn't even turn the propane off. So we had to shut the lid. Uh, and we wound up with about a third of the food turned into like uh, charcoal hockey pucks and sticks. I mean, literally, like we couldn't even feed it to our dog moose. So I love uh, a charcoal grill, and I've always used one my whole life. And this year, for the first time, and I haven't even used it yet, but it sits waiting for me to use. Is one of those Traeger grills, those wood pellet things. But yeah, I, I I don't feel like it's sincere grilling because it really works more like an oven. I think it's not really true masculine grilling. It's like the charcoal. <laughs> It's, you know what I'm it's a moral dilemma. I'm sure you'll figure your way through. <laughs> uh, I just feel like I'm cheating. It's like it's an outdoor oven is really what it is. Yeah. And it's like that's not grilling. It's, no, that's, that's true. Okay, whatever. That's yeah. true. Uh, Victoria, anyway. by the way, is in studio. Victoria, of course, has done some uh, fill-in producing for your show. Hey, Victoria. Hey. Yeah, Victoria. Hi, I, Victoria. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so fortunate I get to work for two great people. Wow. And they the are station. who? Oh. Chris DeGaulle and Tim DeMoss. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's... He's more masculine than me anyway, which is weird. <laughs> but I mean, we're grilling or otherwise. Is that a compliment, Chris? A yes. Oh, no, totally. 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 You've got it in, under control. How was your fourth, Victoria? It was great. Thanks. Uh, I got to enjoy uh, the weather, spend some time with family and friends. And of course, I was uh, participating in the wonderful parade here. That's right. And uh, I guess it was Plymouth, considered Plymouth. Yeah. Meeting? Uh, meeting, yes. Yeah. There you go. So you drove the station vehicle. I drove WNTP's vehicle. Wow. Yeah. Did you hit anybody by mistake? or? I, I almost did. Okay. But I did not. Keyword almost. Yeah. <laughs> Now, no, it's you know, were, were people friendly? Did they wave? They didn't gesture in any other. In Chris, surprisingly, it was all positive reaction. Wow. And actually, That's some chat. We love NTP. Yeah. That's very nice. Yeah. That's all great. positive. That's good. One of these one of these years, Chris will ride in the parade with you. And actually, he's in the fish in the in the trout stream. That's okay. <laughs> well, Only you. if I can wear a sash. <laughs> yeah. I always my my dream someday is to wear a sash in a parade, like somebody <laughs> important, like well, a, like a beauty queen, <laughs> or whatever, or mayor. <laughs> We have, we have a mayor that doesn't want the job, so maybe I can step in. Yeah, that's a good segue. Before the segue, though, folks, Tony and Chris Tegall, our guest, he's a host of our sister station's morning show, Philadelphia's Morning Answer, with Chris Tegall, 6 to 9, WNTP, or the call letters, 990 is where you'll find it, or online, 990theanswer.com. And as far as the sash goes, Chris, you have sported 
many different looks. The big beard, the clean-shaven, the slightly heavier, the slightly leaner look. So a sash – I mean, you, and in fact, I don't think you even hide them. They're kind of all over your social media. So the various stages of Chris, the incarnations of Chris. Yeah, well, it's it's largely witness protection, actually. Ah. I, I, I've, I've been on the run. I guess now's the time to come clean. Okay. No, yeah, I, it's um, it's good. It's all good. I, I I went through COVID beard phase, which I told my wife I was never going to trim my beard as long as COVID lockdowns continued. So yeah. those finally lifted, and I decided to reel in the beard a little bit. That's good. Well, now as you are yeah. referencing, our the mayor of uh, Philadelphia, Jim Kenney, probably did not have as good a fourth as you did in the trout stream. Uh, to say the least. <laughs> no. <laughs> so. no, just a disaster. What a disastrous human being. He's really, to be very honest with you, he's a he's sort of a pitiable creature. He's a miserable guy, really. I mean, just not a, he's not a happy man. He's never struck me as a particularly uh, uh, happy guy. He, uh, I've, I've had cause to cross his path a few times. He just doesn't look like someone who likes his existence. Uh, and, and I don't know if you've come across people like that. They just seem sort of dour sour, glum. They're just unhappy. Uh, that's always how he's come off to me anyway. He's not a people person, which is weird that you reach a major city mayor uh, office and, and you're not a likable people person, but he is just not. And boy, did he show it on 4th of July. Well, and for the, so for those who missed it, you know, lay it out for him. What, and, and what are your thoughts about what he said? Yeah, uh, and not so many words. I don't know. Maybe Victoria even has access to it. I don't know if she does. Uh, might even play it. I don't know that I could do it justice. But she uh, or he, um, among other things, he, you know, the gun violence in Philadelphia is well known. Uh, we have a district attorney that just doesn't prosecute it. Uh, he's scared to death of the district attorney, though. The politics of Philadelphia are interesting because there's a very kind of new wing of a very progressive Democrat Party that Jim Kenney is really not a member of, but is scared to death of, so he can't cross them. Uh, the more traditional, conservative, uh, law, pro-law enforcement Democrats, um, <laughs> they, they, they're fed up with Jim Kenney. Uh, the, the police have no relationship with him, and now the city has descended into a lot of violence and chaos. And So in exacerbation, Jim Kenney just said to the media after two officers were shot on the parkway, on the 4th of July, you know, I just can't wait till I'm out of here. I haven't had fun as mayor. I haven't enjoyed the draft. I haven't enjoyed the conventions. I, I haven't enjoyed a day of it uh, while mayor, and I can't wait till I'm out of here. He stopped and said, I mean, uh, when I'm not in the office anymore. And a reporter said, wait, yeah, you don't want to be mayor anymore? He said, I can't wait. Nope, don't want to be mayor anymore. He went on to say how much he loves Canada and uh, how he just visited Canada where there are no guns except for law enforcement. Yeah. And uh, so I don't know. I don't know if he has plans to move to Canada. But anyway, that led to almost all of his colleagues on city council in some form or fashion calling for his resignation immediately yeah. uh, saying that we need to leave. I mean, who, who in Philadelphia wants to hear their mayor say, I, I don't want to be here. Is there yeah. anything worse to say in Philadelphia? You know what? And it's kind of the catch 22 because in a way, and this is true of athletes as well. Sometimes those who work in media, like you and I do are hopeful that uh, someone talking will say really what's on their mind at the same time, it's like you kind of want to think that the mayor could at least have then added, but I'm going to keep doing my best or something. Because, uh, you know, you can imagine it is a lot of pressure to, to be at anybody, sure. especially in Philadelphia or if you're president. Right? There's a lot. There's a ton on your plate. And I'm sure there are nights just like I'm sure there are days you're like, I don't want to do the show today. I'm tired or whatever. Yeah. Right. But you don't want to hear people saying that because it makes them think like, well, is Chris invested in the show? <laughs> 
Well, you, that's right, and um, there there are ways to say that. This is uh, this is exhausting. I'm frustrated. I love this city so much, and it breaks my heart to see this. Yeah, this is really right. wearing on me as a human being. You can say those things and have empathy, and then elicit sympathy. I think in some way, but uh, the the he he is consistently. And I just made a little list, an impromptu list last night, of things that he's done. You know, for instance, he locks down the city during COVID, and what's he caught doing? Dining mask free in Maryland. And when he's caught, it's, oh, well, you know, uh, there weren't as many cases down there, so lay off me. Yeah. You know, he, he, he hands a contract for vaccine distribution to a 22-year-old kid from Drexel that's never done it. And uh, the kid, shocker, doesn't make good on delivery. And, uh, oh, well, you know, uh, sorry, mistakes happen. I mean, he uh, that led to the Inquirer saying, where is he? Where is his leadership? The city is frightened and they don't, you know, they need a leader. He's, he's just, he's attacked Mummers. He's attacked the Columbus statue. He's just... At every turn, um, he seems to have made enemies of just about everyone. And uh, he has no one in his corner, not the progressives to his left, not the traditional Democrats, certainly no conservatives. Uh, So when he said, I want out, maybe it was the most honest thing he's ever said. But the Democrats pounced and uh, they want him gone now. Well, folks tuning in again, Chris DeGaulle just uh, taking a little time to chat with us today. He's host of our sister station's morning show, Philadelphia's Morning Answer with Chris DeGaulle. 6 a.m. to 9 a.m., 990 WNTP is where you can find that. You can also get the podcast, by the way, every day. Victoria puts that together, 990theanswer.com. High five, Victoria. You're too far away to do it, but pretend. (laughs) Air high five. Uh, but other places, too, because I also just want to – I don't want to take up all day. I know you do a lot of other radio during the day. Uh, other places people can look for you in addition to listening to the morning show, you're on in Kansas City, uh, 11 yeah. to 1 every day, uh, Eastern. And then you write and do podcast your own podcast. Do you actually sleep or no? <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. I actually – I usually can get everything done. By about middle of the day, if I've if I've handled the schedule properly, uh, from time to time I'll get a call on. Uh, I did some other radio and TV today because uh, everybody was, of course, interested in this subject. Of, yeah, of, of a major city mayor just saying I quit. In fact, <laughs> that doesn't happen every day, so there's a lot of interest in that. But That's yeah, true. no, it's uh, it's all good. Blessed to be working is the way I look at it. In this economy, it's uh, tough yeah. time for everybody. Yeah, uh, folks, I was. You meant, I think you were on Fox earlier today, right? So among others, so folks are like I. Chris DeGaulle, I think I've, I just saw him. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, and if folks want to find out more, too, just in general, com, you can look him up there. Two last quick things. Uh, keeping up on all the stories in general, you know, as well as just knowing your stuff, is, is that uh, difficult, challenging? How do you do it? Uh, you know, it's funny. I was actually oh, – I have a tremendous amount of help. I mean, Victoria and uh, Fast Eddie Cayazzo, our executive producer, um, those are people that are – you know, eyes and ears for me because I can't be everywhere all the time. And so they're constantly reading and watching things and, and alerting me to things too. And so, you know, sometimes it's cram session you know, early in the morning, as you can appreciate when you do early morning radio, you get up uh, sort of, uh, sort of in the middle of the night and you, and then you wake up and you've got to kind of debrief. And if it didn't happen the day before, if there's new stuff while you slept, it's, it's kind of like uh, cramming for a final, you know, you, yeah. uh, and the challenge is, you hope you've got enough information and you can get to the story and tell it well, because as the day goes on, more is discovered. And sometimes you'll be watching something in the evening and you'll think, ah, I wish, you know, I had that or I wish I knew that or I wish I'd thought of that this morning. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, um, I love the morning because it's the first crack at the news of the day. But it's also sometimes I always think, boy, afternoons where you are, 
uh, is great because you're sort of on the backside of the day, so you can give something fresh that nobody else thought of, or yeah. you have a complete picture by then, right? So that's sort of the interesting thing about that time of day. Did you have to learn how to, you know, as what do they say in uh, Frozen, let it go, let it go? Like sometimes where you wish, you just I could have done even more with that story if I had just whatever, and they had to move on because the cycle just keeps going faster and faster. It does. I, I, Eddie and I talk about this all the time. You just don't, you, you don't have the, I mean, almost to our detriment, you don't have the time to even really think too much about the show. Once you're done, it's what's, what's next, what's next, what's next. It's, it's this constant feeding of a machine. So even when you have a great show or a great interview, you get, you get a couple of hours to enjoy it. And then it's on to the next day. <laughs> right. just, there's no, there's no basking in the wind or whatever. Right. Yeah. Well, and one of those examples, uh, again, another place folks may have heard your name, Chris DeGaulle, is filling in for Sebastian Gorka a couple of times recently. How, how was that experience? Dr. Gorka. <laughs> That's intimidating. Is it, is it just the sheer, you know, husk of his voice is intimidating. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> true. He's an ogre of a man. He's like eight feet tall and, you know, baritone and just intimidating. No, he's a very nice, actually, I, I kid, he's a yeah. sweet guy and he's been nice enough to invite me on his uh, show and. Yeah, that's a hoot because you're talking to people all over the country when you do those syndicated shows. You never know who's going to call. He's actually he has a huge audience in California, believe it or not. Huh. A lot of his calls come from California, so it's always interesting to talk to people on the other coast. Go figure. Last question, Chris. How your faith uh, comes into play with regarding how you do your job? Uh, if it weren't, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, if it weren't for a regular communion with Christ— um, I, I, I couldn't do it anymore. I, I know what it is to feel like Jim Kenny feels if I'm to be truthful. There are days where I think to myself, I just, I, I don't want to do this. I do not want to get up and talk about this awful news cycle, you know, for every awful thing, every shooting, every ugly incident that happens. Um, if I didn't have a faith, if I didn't know our, our ultimate destination, if I didn't know who was on the throne and in charge of the day, I I probably would have long ago said I just I can't bear it. I don't want to talk about it. But I you know we know who holds the future, and uh, it's because of that that ultimately I, I I try never to despair too much, and I try to communicate that as best I can to the audience that uh, we needn't despair, even though the news can get pretty heavy these days. Yeah. Well, you're very good at what you do. But to me, your vision and your perspective are are very uh, you know their strengths for sure. Able to kind of see and cut through. A lot of what's going on, and they, they could sound like a generic promo, but it's true. If people give a listen, I think they'll they'll quickly understand that you have a way of being able to set aside uh, even a, a common narrative about a story and just debunk it quickly and speak truth. And those who get it will get it pretty quickly. Like, all right, this guy's on to something, and he's not just trying to do a show. Uh, I think it, that you you really seem to be interested in in having truth come out and, and help other people. Like, I, I think that comes to you want to help listeners literally help them with their minds, help them with how they process things so that they come away better for having listened. Not just I have, I'm Chris DeGaulle and I have a show and I hope you listen. It's a big difference. Hey, um, listen, I, that, that is the greatest compliment anybody could pay me. I, and I thank you for that, Jim. Um, I, 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 I hate how much mistruth, how much untruth, there is. It, it makes me ill. Uh, it frustrates me. I, I can't stand the way people are lied to with regularity. It, it, it really deeply wounds me. And so, uh, yes, am I partisan? Of course I'm partisan. Do I have a point of view? Yes, I do. But, but am I ever, ever walking into a day where I am trying to mislead or, or frame something in an, an, an accurate way to score points? Just never. And if I, 
ever learn that I've stated something incorrectly, I always make a point to come back and correct or own it or tell you when I got it wrong or historically, hey, I said this a year ago and it turns out it wasn't true. I, I'm not looking to mislead. And um, that is first and foremost what I hope is that the, the truth is what the show is rooted in first and foremost. That's great. That's great. Chris, it's great to hear your voice again. It's been too long and hopefully we can have you on again. I partly don't reach out to you because I know you're super busy and it seems like it grows over time, which is a good thing for you. When I hear you filling in for Sebastian Gork, I'm like, all right, there's no chance of talking to Chris today. <laughs> his day's <laughs> packed solid. His dance card's full. So, Well, it, it, it's an honor to be here and I thank you for the invitation. I just know now uh, not to accept your barbecue invites. It sounds like <laughs> but I, I'm better well, served to just get a sandwich. I'm in- I'm learning. The last grill, I, I only burn, I think, one or two things instead of the entire meal. So, good deal. Well, God, God bless you, my God friend. God bless you, Tim. The, the nostril, likewise, Tim. Thank you. Have Thanks for the invite. Sure thing. Chris Tegall, again, host of uh, Philadelphia's Morning Answer with Chris Tegall and her sister station, 990 WNTP. That's 6 to 9 each weekday morning. Podcast of the show of that, 990theanswer.com. You can also go to Chris's site, chrisstegall.com. Two S's, two L's. And, uh... There you have it. It's always great to talk to Chris, huh, Victoria? It is indeed. Yeah, you work with him. You put the podcast together, and you fill in backup producer for Eddie, who's when he's in most days too. I do. Yeah. I, I'll be soon. I believe Eddie'll be out. Yeah, I think, that's uh, good. Some days this month, so coming up again soon, I think. That's good. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show, AM five sixty WFIL dot com, and on the WFIL app. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM five sixty WFIL. Email Timmy D at WFIL dot com. I know you're going to see me through it. AM 560 WFL.com on the app. That's a fun song from Brandon Heath, who uh, joined us a few months back. And a new album come out. And that song, See Me Through It. Mentioned before the break, Victoria, we have some uh, other guests that we're looking forward to having join us in the near future. One of them is Jim Sonnefeld. Or I guess Sonnefeld is how you say his name. He's a drummer for the band Hootie and the Blowfish. Which you remember, do you know their songs? Absolutely, yeah. I, I love Darius Rucker, who I believe now he does more solo work. But the yeah, he's country one of their that. main guys. Yeah, yeah, he's the drummer, and uh, he he came to the Lord about um, ten years ago or so. Their songs are like "Hold My Hand" and "Only Want to Be with You," big songs, "Let Her Cry," yep. and many others. They, they've sold a quarter. What is it? A quarter? How do you say? Well, 25 million. I guess I just say That's that. That's a lot. That's a lot of albums uh, or more over the years. And so um, anyhow, we're looking forward to having him join our program. Kim Goldman, whose brother Ron Goldman was killed, you know, O.J. Simpson, Nicole Brown Simpson, those series of events. Uh, she is now an advocate for a lot of things, including helping, um, you know, in the realms of, of those who are struggling and different abuses and that sort of thing. So Kim is going to join us, too. And Eric Kratz former Phillies catcher, who's now one of the broadcasters. Uh, they have a yes. you know, rotating cast of members uh, on that. Uh, sent him a message today. He's, he texted me back. He says, I'm on vacation, but I'm back next week. So I believe he's from the Lehigh Valley area, and my mom happens to be from there, too. So Yes, of, he went yeah. to uh, Christopher Dock uh, yes. School and uh, Mennonite PA School. guy. That's right. I grew up in Lansdale. We went to school in Lansdale. So uh, we're looking forward to those folks and many others joining us in the days ahead. Also, we're hoping to have Dr. Michael Youssef on the program uh, with Leading the Way, which is our ministry of the month. For July, uh, we're giving away his latest two books. One's called Never Give Up, Holding Fast to Biblical Truth in Times of Danger and Despair. And the other one's called Finding 
true peace. And so we'll chat with him about those and uh, and some other things as well. Always a great uh, interview and, and conversation when Dr. Michael Youssef's involved. I want to wrap up with a song we played last week, Victoria. I know you liked it. I did too. That song from Zach Williams, who joined us last week. And there was Jesus. He does this with Dolly Parton. And um, it's just a powerful song. It's kind of like I, I was thinking of it as great as thy faithfulness, but in a different way. Because Zach, you know, became a believer uh, after 20, 25 years of life, uh, maybe 20, I think he's 20, in his 20s. And, um, the song talks about that a lot, and uh, we have clips of him sharing about this backstory to it. But for now, we just have time to play the song, so let's do that. This is There Was Jesus, uh, Zach Williams, and Dolly Parton. Listen in. I think you'll be blessed by it. Have a great night. Looking forward to Trivia Thursday tomorrow on the Tim DeMoss Show, WFIL. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.